0: Happy Monday friends, this is Cordelia on the We Heal Together podcast. Today's episode, I am getting into whether or not you attract narcissist and shitty people in your life. Spoiler alert, you don't. <laughs> I'm so excited for this episode and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. If you don't follow me on Instagram, i and you like my content? Check me out on there. My Instagram is at Codependent Recovery. I also wrote a workbook. The link is in the show notes for that, as well as all the information about me, citations for everything, and just access to free worksheets and different stuff like that. A new episode drops every single Monday. Again, this is the We Heal Together podcast. I would really, really appreciate it if you have a few minutes, even 60 seconds is probably how long it takes. I would appreciate it if you would leave a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot to me. And as always, I appreciate your support and I am so glad that you're here with me. All right, let's get healing. Thank you so much for being here again. This is Cordelia. Today's episode is inspired by probably my most frequently asked question that I get. I get all kinds of messages and when I do AMAs or asks me anything on my Instagram, the probably top question that I get is why Am I attracting narcissists? Why am I attracting shitty people in my life? Why do codependents attract narcissists? Some variation of that question. I'm here to set the record straight and I'm here to weigh in on my opinion. As always, I always 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 recommend you work with a licensed therapist on these issues if you are feeling this way. But since I get question this question so frequently, I think it is important to unpack and let you know my thoughts. It's totally cool if you don't agree with them, by the way. <laughs> Here's the angle that I look at it. I Don't subscribe to that theory, this idea of people attract a certain type of person into their life. Really, that's like a variation of law of attraction to me, and I I personally don't believe and put any weight into those things. For starters, there's really no data to back up these sentiments. So to kind of backstep a little bit as I've talked about in other podcast episodes and on my Instagram, codependency is not even recognized in the DSM. There are different reasonings and for that one thing I've noticed is there tends to not be a universally recognized definition of what codependency is. So I bring up this point to say, if it's not at this stage, codependency is not even in the the DSM-5, the latest version of what practitioners use in America, not sure how there could really be any empirical evidence linking so-called codependence with people with narcissistic personality disorder. With that in mind, and again, I'm in no way saying that I don't believe in codependency. I myself identify as having a history of having codependent traits and tendencies. So with that in mind, though, I really want to focus on a few things that I truly do believe. So if you are one of these people that feel that you attract shitty people and or or any variation of the question that I started the podcast off with, if you've got this history of having shitty people in your life, It's not that you attracted those people. Think about it this way. There's so many people in the world and in that person's life that you were attracted to. Other people have also been attracted to them. Other people have also dated to them. Dated them. The difference might be in your situation and those other people are those people ended it after a much shorter time. Maybe even one date. Maybe they didn't even make it to a date with that, you know, shitty person. And they're like, uh, yeah, I, I'm getting bad vibes from this guy. I don't, or girl or human. And I don't want to date them. I would argue you're not attracting. You're not... Attracting these people, you're not a magnet. That is not how I see it. I think you're really just tolerating them longer than the general population probably would. My second thought is move away from labels. Don't get so obsessed with labeling yourself and labeling other people that you ultimately assign yourself a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, if I am thinking that I always attract a certain type of person, I'm kind of setting myself up for and reinforcing that idea in my brain that I'm going to end up with a shitty person. So, I think you kind of play into, it's kind of circular is what I'm trying to say. It's circular in that I'm saying this person, I'm going to end up with a bad person. And then I'm reaffirming that. And then when I do end up, I do meet a person that matches my previous partners. Instead of walking away, it's like, see, told you this is what would happen. My next thought is it's not that you're attracting people. I believe it has more to do with your. Standards, your worth, your self esteem. So let's back up to that example I was talking about earlier. Many other people have probably dated this same person, this same, you know, shitty person that you dated. If you had higher self esteem, If you had known your own worth, if you had assessed your standards and really stuck to them in the beginning of the relationship, and once that person crossed a line or did anything that made you find out, okay, this person is abusive or they're just an asshole or they're just not healthy for me for whatever reason, You would have ended it there so it's not about attracting people it's about being able to weed out people after they treat you a certain way so it makes me so mad to get all these questions about you know why do i attract this type of person I think a more accurate statement is if you have no self-esteem, if you have no boundaries, if you don't really like yourself that much, then abusive people, bullies, assholes, shitty people, whatever you want to call them, they're going to be around you for a longer period of time. In fact, they're going to be around you until you improve your self-esteem and until you realize that you deserve better. It's not, I really, really want to focus on that issue of, it's not about attracting other people. It's about putting, so let let me just lay out this example. If I'm dating somebody and i never put my needs first i never I, I never put my opinions first i never put anything about myself first and i'm just kind of like i'm here for this other person like i just want to who cares about me i'm just dedicated to this other person you lose yourself you're going to get treated badly. People are going to take advantage of that. And it's not that you're attracting this person. It's just that if you don't have standards for yourself, the period of time that that person is in your life is going to be much longer than the period of time that person would be in somebody's life that valued themselves. So if I have High self esteem. I regard I regard myself, and I respect myself, and I hold myself in a light that I see my my worth. And I'm dating somebody, and you know they they start treating me in a way that I don't like, and they don't respect me. The period of time is going to be so much shorter. So it's not that I'm attracting, it's just one person goes on a date with that person and they're like, this person, they suck. I'm not going to go on another date with them. Whereas low self-esteem person is like, I deserve this. This is, I'm going to, I'm just going to stick with this because I mean, this is what I deserve. This is the type of person that I always date. It's really all about your own regard for yourself, and it's not about attracting other people. Also, I think it also has to do with what you're familiar with and kind of replaying relational patterns that became familiar for you, whether that be in childhood or maybe a previous abusive relationship that you were in. If you grew up in a household where you weren't taught to really regard yourself in a positive light, you didn't form healthy or high self-esteem. If you grew up in a house where your parents said things to you that hurt your feelings, And that kind of became normalized for you. It makes sense that you, when you are out in the dating world, and you're dating other humans, would tolerate that kind of partnership, not because you are attracting that person, but because that's what you learned and it feels familiar to you. I think as you go out there, it's not about attracting other people. It's really and truly about how you regard yourself and also just not tolerating people's bullshit. If somebody is insulting you, if somebody is disrespecting you and they're writing it off as a joke and you have a history of just kind of being like, haha, uh-huh, that's funny, whatever, I'll just brush this off, no big deal, that can catch up with you, if somebody's insulting you, I mean, and one thing to do, if you think, and you keep telling yourself, I only attract shitty people, I only attract this kind of person, okay, I want you to see what happens if you change that story that you're telling yourself, and instead, when people start doing stuff that you're not comfortable, comfortable with or that doesn't feel good to you, you cut them out. Guess what? That story changes. I'm telling you, you don't attract shitty people. I think the more that you get to know yourself... And the more that you realize that you deserve better and the more that you truly love yourself and realize that you, number one, getting comfortable being alone. I think it's so important to get comfortable being alone, to get comfortable forming your own hobbies, forming a life that you like. And getting away from this idea that any relationship is better than being alone. I used to feel that way where, you know, I I really didn't have much respect for myself. And being alone, I really did think like that. I was like, oh my gosh, well, even though I'm not happy in this relationship, it's better than being alone. It's not true. That's another story that you're telling yourself. What would it feel like to think to yourself and the next time that voice is in your head and it's telling you, you know, being in this relationship is better than being alone. What would it feel like to talk back to it and to say, okay, why do I think that? What's the worst thing that could happen? I mean, what if I am alone for the rest of my life? Is that really so bad? Is it? Why is that bad? What stories are you telling yourself that makes you think it's bad? Why are you so focused on this relationship And not on other things that are really awesome in your life that you could work on. Okay, yeah, I might be alone for the rest of my life, but I could make a lot of great friends. I have my dogs and they're amazing. I could get, you know, there's so many hobbies I could take up, classes I can do. There's so much to life that's out there. And I think the more that you build up your life and that you find things that you like to do and you find people that you like to be around, I think there is going to be a greater chance of you developing a higher self-esteem and realizing there's more to life and there's more that you can contribute to the world. But I also think it's Empowering Because with every little piece that you build within yourself and you build within your life and within the world, you kind of add value. And it helps you create this picture, this map of value when somebody is... When you're in a crappy relationship or friendship. There's a foundation there where you're like... No, you know what? I don't need to put up with this. I'm really happy by myself. I'm really happy being alone. I'm happy being with my friends. I don't need to date somebody just to date them. This whole episode, I can't tell you. Like I know I've said it so many times that I get so many messages, but I'm not exaggerating. I really do. I get so many messages from people about this concept of attracting a certain type of person. And I just don't think it's true. I think it is really important, like I mentioned at the beginning, I think it's important to find a therapist. I think that is really helpful because a lot of what I'm talking about here has to do with how you feel about yourself and low self-esteem. So obviously a really powerful tool would be to work through a therapist and work through those thoughts In other podcast episodes. And I'll link it again here. I've mentioned like workbooks. I have a workbook called self-esteem workbook. It's the author. I mean, I don't get any compensation from the author for telling you guys about it, Um. But it's a good workbook. I have it. I used it, and I used it a lot, and it really, really helps. Um, I also have free worksheets that I link in the show notes that you can do to kind of challenge thoughts that are probably damaging your self-esteem. But also little things just like taking care of yourself, making friends, making hobbies making new finding new hobbies going for a walk just little things every day that you can do those kind of things will improve your self-esteem and setting standards for yourself that's going to be the most important thing and it not letting yourself get caught up in these stories the story that you're telling yourself why do I attract narcissists? Why do I attract this? Why do I attract that? Listen, friend, you're not attracting that person. You're believing it. And I believe when you say it, when you ask, I don't doubt that you truly believe that. But that's the issue. It's not true. It's it's a story. If you have standards, if you set out what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate, that story will change so quickly. If I don't have standards, if I don't know what I will and will not tolerate, and I go on a date with somebody, and then I go on another date with them, and another date with them, they're going to pass every test. They're going to stay in my life because I've never given any thought to what I want in a partner, what am I looking for here, are we compatible, how are they treating me, what are some things that I find acceptable, what do I not find acceptable. If you've never given any thought to that, it's really easy to fall into the trap of thinking I only attract shitty people. When that's not really true it there's just so much more to it i think that's such a simplistic statement there's so much more to it because if you had ever taken a minute to realize okay cordelia this is what i deserve this is what i don't deserve this is what i'll tolerate this is what i won't tolerate or even it doesn't even have to do with it could be compatibility This is actually, like, stuff that I want in a partner. This is what I don't want in a partner. I mean, I'm talking about stuff that no one's perfect. You cannot (laughs) build your partner and you can't make it perfect for you. However, you can know on the front end what... These are things that if a partner did them or, you know thought this way or whatever, like that would just, that wouldn't work for me because that's so important to me. And that kind of gets back to knowing your values and knowing who you are as a person. So if you took time to do all of that, I guarantee you just having a criteria would start to shift your thought of, I attract these types of people. Because what would that look like? Can you even imagine, like, if you have been one of those people, much like myself, who have gone through life and gone on dates and gone into relationships and never given any thought to what you deserve in it or what you want from it or what makes this partner compatible, like, what's going on here? How life-changing and game-changing would that be to actually consider yourself? For once, you're not just like, I hope the other person likes me. What would that look like if you were like, I hope I like them? Do I like them? Oh, let me reassess. Let me figure out the stuff that I thought about ahead of time. Let me think about that. Imagine, I mean, for me, I, I know there's probably some people out there that are going to be listening to this and they're going to think, what? I already do that. I can't. Who is Cordelia talking to? People, everybody does this. But I know there's so many people out there that will absolutely know what I'm saying. And I know there's so many of you who have never taken that time. You've never ever considered first If you even like the person that you're on a date with, it's not about attracting somebody. It's not about attracting good people, attracting bad people. Like, it's just not about that. It's about your regard for yourself, how well you know yourself, how much you respect yourself having a criteria, putting some thought into it, and being willing to walk away from people that don't line up, even if they aren't mean, (laughs) even if the only thing you can say is, I just don't really like them that much. That's a reason. That's a reason. Then, okay, you don't need to explain it. That, That can be enough. You only have such little time on the planet. And I really encourage you to, again, find therapists. therapist. But I encourage you to not get so caught up in these stories. These stories of this is my life, this is who I attract, this is how it's always going to be. Just try. Try for for yourself. Just try. And know that you deserve to be treated with kindness and you deserve to be treated with respect. And you deserve somebody who's going to be nice to you. And it's really not so much to ask. It's not so much to ask to have even the most simple standards of I don't want to be with somebody that calls me names. I don't want to be with somebody that cheats on me. I don't want to be with somebody that makes me feel hard to love and hard to be around. Just a few things like You don't have to have a whole novel. Just a few basic things. And the second that somebody makes you feel that way, walk away. And then I swear you'll be singing a different tune. And the next time that somebody tells you that you only attract narcissists, you only attract abusers, you only attract crazy people, don't even let somebody talk to you that way. Shut it down. Just... Nope. Actually, I don't. Nope. Keep it moving. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed my rant today. But because of the amount of questions I got about this, I thought it was really important to address. It's okay if you disagree with me, but I really encourage you to give some thought to it to try out what I've said here. And to try to implement it in your life as best as you can. And I hope, I hope you know how much you are worth. If I can leave this episode with nothing else, I want you to know you're loved and you are worth so much more than you know especially if you're at a hard spot in your life right now. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to an episode to try to improve your headspace and get in a better space. And I see you and you're working hard and don't let anybody put a label on you. Don't let anybody write your story. I give you permission to take the pen back from that person and write your own story.